This is Jeff. This is Brett. And this is Lindsay. And we're just two dudes and a gal. Talking about Star Wars. Over coffee. I have a friend here. Her name's Lindsay. And she's an expert in all things. All things. That's it. And all right. All things. All things. We'll, all just, the, let, all we'll things. just let it be there. But one of the many topics that we like to talk about is copyright. So... We invited Lindsay on first and foremost because she's Lindsay, and we've all worked together for 12 years, I believe, now, um, yeah, on and off. Yeah. More than a decade. Yeah. And we had some questions in terms of copyright. From our fans. From our fans. Who actually exist. So let's dig right into that. Okay. And uh, The and fact then, that we have fans or... Then, <laughs> yeah. You guys have more fans than you know. So when we asked Lindsay to come on, she took to the Twitter and talked to her Twitterverse friends and said, hit me up, people. Uh, prep me for whatever these nerds are going to ask about, which I think you got a pretty good response, right? Well, I need to give a shout-out to Librarian Twitter. And one of my Librarian Twitter friends wrote back. She said, hang on, I'm about to flood your timeline with fandom copyright goodness. And she made it so. So Josh Bassett at jbassett85 on Twitter has uh, one of our copyright questions as pertains to Star Wars. So, Josh... And thanks for listening, Josh. Thanks for listening, Josh. We assume you listen and that you don't just follow us on Twitter. Right. Which is probably (laughs) where we seem a lot smarter because we say much less. So, Josh on Twitter says, So I've made a few Star Wars-related graphics. I assume I can sell prints or put on a shirt, Right. And he, no. uh, he sent us four images, and he uh, did a really nice job. He, uh, I think he's using Adobe Illustrator, and he's come up with some graphics of Jabba the Hutt, a Y-Wing, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and a Star Destroyer, yeah. which is also very, very uh, minimalist. My favorite. And, yeah, very nice. And I have to say, I'm already a fan of the, of the artwork. Yes. I like it. Yeah, I'm a fan. We're fans of yours now, Josh. So what do you think, Lindsay? Oh, by the way, I just retweeted this. So anybody who wants to see what uh, the question Josh sent us along with his related materials. Well, pretty darn cool. You know that when they're listening to this, they're not going to be on Twitter, so they won't get it in their timeline in real time. That's true. So a week ago, (laughs) I retweeted. That's how long it's going to take to edit this. Good point, good point. This is is podcasting, not radio. Um, You guys are going to title this episode the I-A-N-A-L episode, right? Yep, whatever that is. That stands for, I am not a lawyer. Um, nor are you giving legal advice. Nor am I giving legal advice because I, I'm not, I can't. Um, the answer to his question is, I do not know whether Ooh. he can do what he's doing. Nice. What I do know is that what he seems to be wanting to do is, uh, involves issues of trademark, not copyright. And I know very little about trademark law. Can you give us your nutshell trademark for dummies explanation of what trademark is? I'll as try. opposed to copyright. Um, Here it comes. Trademarks, they are images or marks associated with products or brands or services that the owner of the mark has registered with the Patent and Trademark Office and works proactively to protect. Mm -hmm. So in the case of those illustrations that where he may find 
um, a speed bump is that the owner of the trademarks of Star Wars and all of its universe now is the Disney Corporation, and we all know how aggressive they are with protecting their trademarks. Very. Very. So um, my only suggestion is that if he really wants to venture down this road, that he get some legal advice, mm -hmm. some mm -hmm. solid legal advice. I would say that he could also take a look at the United States Patent and Trademark Office website. Excellent point, Jeffrey. Nice, Jeff. Now, we had some questions, too, about um, the legality of certain podcasting practices. Um, Hit me. Such, such as, uh, Lindsay, can one use three seconds of the Star Wars theme song as the intro or bumper music for their podcast? Well... You would have a stronger argument if your podcast was not about Star Wars, I think. Transformative. But since it is, and where I'm going is down the road of fair use. Keyword. Keyword there is, used. Which is, uh, it's almost like the force in what it enables you to do. I was just about to make that analogy. Yeah, it kind of binds the... It uh, binds all things. It binds all things like the force in that it enables you, gives you powers to do things with copyrighted material that the copyright holders do not need to even know you're doing. So you right. can, you know, tell them that they aren't the droids you're looking for because you don't need to. They don't need to know right. that you are doing what you're doing with those droids. Yep. It's kind of awesome. Gives you it powers is. beyond the natural legal universe. So the short summary of what fair use is, is that it's an exception to copyright law where someone under cer certain circumstances can reuse someone else's copyrighted material without permission because it meets certain standards of primarily transformative use and uh, depending on its relationship to the original work may qualify as not requiring permission from the copyright holder. And transformative meaning that it has to be used sort of outside of its intended use. Transformative meaning, are you giving a new meaning to the original work? Are you repurposing it in a way that it's being exposed to a new audience? Is there no viable substitute for the work that you're using to make your pedagogical purpose? I'm talking very academic. Dropping and knowledge. <laughs> Take note. Not legal advice, but good to know. Good to know. Yeah. There are, I mean, the web is full of people that are smarter about fair use than me. Um, and you can start by going to copyright.gov and looking at section 107, which explains the four factors of fair use. I, this is probably the nerdiest thing I will ever great. be on record saying. This is fantastic. So oh curl up with a bottle of wine on the couch some night. Light your fire. And, and buckle up for a wild ride yeah. of copyright. on copyright.com. Right. Now, here's a good question. question. No, it? not com. Not com. Oh, don't go to copyright.com. No, don't go to copyright.com. That is a wretched hive of scum and villainy. That is like That's the, the most cantina in <laughs> most Isley. Yep, exactly. Um, now, here's a question. Um, it, do you think fair use has a light side and a dark side? No. No, it's all light. It's all light. 
Now, I can give you, uh, there's another really good resource that I found, which is wiki.creativecommons.org slash wiki slash podcasting underscore legal underscore guide. Oh, shout wow. out to Creative Commons Wiki. Those the, folks are the best. They're the best, yes. Creative Commons is the rebel base. Admiral Akbar is Larry Lessig as far as I'm concerned. Is there anything they can't do? Is it legal to quote Homer Simpson? Yeah. Um, Yeah, so they have this page, Podcasting Legal Guide, which, again, they say the whole disclaimer is not legal Mm -hmm. advice. We're not lawyers. Um, But they have really good advice. And what they're basically saying is... Even though it's not advice. If you want to be safe, you can't use jack squat. So when it comes to uh, what we would love to do, which is take three seconds, and you might say, well, we're only using three seconds. It's barely even recognizable, although it is. It's totally uh, recognizable. Very much. Sorry. When it's yeah. Star Wars, it is. You know. Um, but you can't even do that. But what's interesting is that there are two different uh, sets of issues to deal with because there's the person who composed the music, and then there are the people who performed the music, which might not be one and the same. Uh, and those are two sets of rights that you have to pursue, that you have to get permission for. And I don't know, maybe you'd have to pay for it if you wanted to do it. I don't know how that... We're not going to do that. We're not going to try. So we commissioned a friend uh, to, original do, work. to do theme music. Original work that is not the Star Wars theme. That hopefully was, but it's still cool music. It's going to be cool. That much I know. I okay. don't doubt it. You guys don't before. know anyone who isn't cool. No, we don't. <clears throat> no. Nope, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I know anyone. Nope, I, I'm going through the list. Nope. And no. Uh, no. And <laughs> so. no, there was that person. No, no. Yeah. That person ended up being cool in the So end. truly exciting segment. All right, Lindsay, so gonna, are, we getting you to, are we getting you to stick around for lightning round news? Go for it. And also, before we go into the lightning round, I just want to remind our listeners, if you haven't heard about the PACT, that me and Brett have signed up for, and you can as well, uh, which is to not see any content uh, from the Star Wars Awakens movie until you actually see the movie. Therefore, we've only seen the very first trailer. Okay, I've already broken it like ten times over, guys. I'm sorry. It's okay. The first two. It's understandable. Remember, there was a teaser in the trailer. We didn't see the most recent one. I won't talk about it. The Monday Night Football trailer. You watched it? I did the Monday not Night see Football it. trailler? No. Oh, okay, okay. But okay. I've seen a bunch of trailers. You're on board with us, then. No, mm-hmm. I'm not, because I've seen a bunch of trailers. But you can be. You can you can still sign up. <clears throat> I can't, because the circles in which I live at home... Too much? It's too... I can't. Yeah. So we have evidence that there is pressure to yeah. see content from Force Awakens. Oh, it's really hard not to. So here, this was one of the things that I didn't want to forget. Here's a <laughs> fortunate thing. Is that at this point there have been so many spoilers thrown out and so they're many. so impossible to avoid that I've already forgotten most of the stuff that I've accidentally heard, which is really great. Even better. Yeah, because every time I hear this stuff, I think, oh geez, like, and, and usually it's in the form of a question, like, will so and so die? Will so and so do this? And will so and so? And that's too much already because now you're thinking about it. And I always hope, like, Oh. Can I can I stop think if I stop thinking about it right now will I forget about it by the time I see the movie? So you got that stuff living rent free in your head. Yeah. That stinks. But the thing is there was so much of it that I really have honestly forgotten. I'm not going to try to remember either. Okay. And we can also talk about the measures that we've gone to to hold this information at bay. It's so hard. I've already told Lindsay that I've already asked uh, people that I've gone to the movies with 
to let me know when the trailers are finished because I don't want to accidentally oh, yeah. <laughs> see the Star Wars trailer right. before the movie starts. So right. you're standing outside so, in the hallway with your popcorn yeah. and your drink? Yeah. Pretty close. Like, yeah. I'm actually in the theater, but oh my, my head is down. Sure. My Ear, ears are plugged and my eye my eyes are down and closed so that I cannot hear or see you what's going on until I get a tap Lindsay, I'm and then the movie starts. I'm picturing like little like eight year old Jeff like getting called down to the principal's office and then the principal's like, Jeff, can you wait outside while I talk to your parents for a minute? It's like that. <laughs> and then man. he gets called back no, into the room. I'm Except you're anticipating yeah. a good thing, not a bad thing. I'm picturing Jeff sitting so. in the movie theater going, la, 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 la. Didn't you? Oh, Lana did in that. His ears. I think Lana had to do that. Lana did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I think Another no, she's, special she, guest that we have. She's not on the pact. On b uh -uh. She's way off the uh -uh. pact at this point. And yeah. we, she was part of the reason why I had to put that sign she's, up. She's actually so sent three temptations to break the pact. I know. I know. She was watching it, and I like I walked into her office to ask her a question, and she had it on, and I turned my back, and I'm like, oh, wait, I can still man. hear. I forgot about my ears. To and which I, I replied, it is written. Yeah. I must not break the pact. <laughs> Guys, this is not Medusa. You're not going to turn to stone if you catch a glimpse. I might. <laughs> oh, for crying out <laughs> the loud. Fandom, the <laughs> fandom continues. The fandom continues. This is another news item. I don't know if it's on your lightning round, uh -huh, uh -huh. but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. related to the message that I left you. And I'll just leave it at that. The message you left me. What? Voicemail. Oh, the message. I thought you said the message. Oh, you left why are you me. leaving messages for Brett? That's not nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can talk about that. So Jeff left me a message yesterday that he had just seen a CoverGirl commercial oh, yeah. for <laughs> Star Wars CoverGirl makeup, right? As if saturation could not be met anymore. Oh, right. just wait till the nail polish. That's where you go. Wait for the nail could polish. Could not believe it. And this this production of this commercial was movie esque. Wow. I predict. Wait, did you, you guys, break the pact watching a CoverGirl commercial? Jeez. <laughs> the thing was, I did it. That's how... That's, you turned it off and called me up. I turned it off, called Brett up, and said, dude, I can't believe this. Yes. Um, Maybe I, it's Maybelline. I predict... It's not. It's CoverGirl. And all of our... Maybe uh, it's Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Who does actually wear makeup. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. More foundation than any woman you know. Oh. No, I, yeah, well, anyway. No, he's, he's there. He's up there. Next item, James Bond segue. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even have this one on the list, but as uh, Lindsay knows, I believe, at this point, uh, there's this, do you know, we know about the $100 ticket? Yes. I don't. There's a $100 ticket that you can buy from your local movie theater that basically gives you unlimited James Bond spectering. So you can watch Spectre as many times as you want, whenever you want. If you what? buy this hundred dollar, it's like a it's a pass. They did this for it's an all access pass. Yeah, they did this uh, a year or two ago for oh. it might have been the Avengers. I want to say. And Age was of this? I can't remember. Offhand. Was this taken advantage of? This is just it's like getting a season pass. It's like you know, like ski resorts would do yeah. this, where instead of paying you know eighty bucks every time you want to ski, you pay several hundred dollars or whatever, and you can go whenever you want. Last week, my husband said, hey, want to go out on a date Sunday morning? And I said, Sunday morning? Okay. And he said, yeah, we can get tickets to see Spectre on Sunday morning. We'll go to the bargain matinee. Yep. And I said, great, love it. And he's looking up on, the, on his phone trying to find out where it's playing. 
and all the hits coming back are London, 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 London. Oh, yes. And he said, Tonight, oh, it doesn't here premiere yet. here until next weekend. And I said, quit, wait a minute. I'm going to go look up airfares. <laughs> so that's $7 nice. a ticket plus 900 Right, but at least you're saving on the matinee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which exactly. would still be a pretty we're cool experience. London, but we're saving because it's on London. the movie ticket. And I said, yeah. well, maybe if yeah. we don't... If we can't go to London, maybe we could splurge on those like super luxe movie theaters where oh, you can right. order or the, food or the season seat. pass for Spectre. Or the season pass, pass for Spectre. Yeah. Season pass. The que my question for Jeff: okay. Could you now? We've already got tickets for Star Wars. We've bought we've bought tickets. Bought Boughten. We've bought tickets for Star Wars already. But if we hadn't bought any, uh, could you justify the Star Wars season pass if they do one? Okay. First of all, it's, I'm finding it hard to accept the statement you just made. Right, yeah. Already bought In an alternate what, what universe part? where we hadn't already bought Star Wars. I don't think there's a universe where we did not buy Star oh, Wars. That's true. Not even in the multiverse. So let's just not talk yes. about that. So I think okay. you re should rephrase it saying, in the universe where you already have the tickets you have, mm -hmm. if they offer a season pass, a golden ticket, would you also drop cash money for that? Most definitely. Yeah, <laughs> right. see? That's what I'm talking about. Not, no hesitation whatsoever. None, zero. 538, which is, I don't know, I guess it's a website, uh, had oh a survey God. about... Yes, it's it's a statistician who called the last presidential election, Nate Silver, 538. Oh, that's him. Oh, that's right. the guy. Oh, yeah, that dude. Okay. Yeah. Hey, shout out to Nate. What's up, Nate? 538 uh, explored the question of what is the most watchable or rewatchable movie of all time? What are the oh, most come watchable on. That movies can't of all even time? be a discussion. Any guesses for number one? The Wizard of Oz? Nope. That was number two. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Nice job. Good, Anybody good else job. Want to take? I'll give you guys each three more guesses to see if you can get in the top ten. Well, it better be Star Wars at the top. Numero uno, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Really? Yes. I was sort of going for, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, I'm no. not seeing that. Is it there? Not, is it there? not, no. not seeing no, no, that no, in the no, top no. 26. No. Yeah, okay. no. But I think this is an important distinction to make, right? Because, right. you know, people can debate that, you know, there are other greater films that have been made and more important films that have been made about... Important life subjects, but oh, rewatchable. But that's not the point. Right. We're not talking about quality here. Exactly. This is why we brought you on, Lindsay. It's this a is universe. Not, this is Star Wars, for crying out loud. This is not Citizen Kane. It's not a movie. If you want Citizen Kane, watch Citizen Kane. Yep. If you mm. want an experience, watch Star Wars. Citizen Kane, not on the list. Really? <laughs> no, it's really not. It's not in the top 26. Uh, we've got After Star Wars, Wizard of Oz, The Sound of Music, uh, Lord of the Rings Trilogy, Gone with the Wind. Well, yeah, it's just What, what was number four? Uh, Lord of the Rings Trilogy. Oh, my. So I don't, I don't know if they're okay. grouping Star Is that Wars one entry? as a trilogy. See, at the top, it just says Star Wars. See, I was going to say Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back. Right. I, if maybe, you, maybe it's just the whole if trilogy. We, if we assume that it refers to the trilogy, then he's right on all counts. Yeah. Yeah. Princess Bride's in there. Yeah. Yeah, very rewatchable. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Ernest saves Christmas. Uh, I, you know, I'm guessing it's 27 <laughs> okay. because the list only goes to 26. All right. Okay. All right. So okay. I think it's a safe assumption. Great. On a less Star Wars-related note, here it comes. Wes Anderson to direct stop-motion animated film about dogs. This has nothing to do with Star Wars. <gasps> Is Wes Anderson? Oh the my guy gosh! From I'm doing Elf the hands right now. Fantastic, Fantastic Mr. Fox, Mr. Baby. Fox. Who is that? Because I'm different. Yep. Bog is bunks and bean. One fat, one short, one lean. Lindsay, we're not allowed to do that. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just. Hello. Cut. IP Cut. expert. 
Bringing uh, it back. Okay. Oh, which means that now that Jeff has watched that movie. Yes, I did my homework. I folks. can finally tell Jeff my prediction, Lindsay. And I think I sh- did I share this with you already or not? I can't remember. I don't know. This one's kind of a, like I wish they would do this, but I really don't think they will. So at the beginning of the Fantastic Mr. Fox, uh, the fox, you know, he's a fox. So he steals things. He steals food from everywhere he can from farmers or whatever. It's in his nature, and he's good at it. He's really good at it. But then, you know, he finds out his wife is pregnant. They're going to have a kid. And so he has to kind of reform himself so that he won't get himself in trouble anymore, so that he won't be caught in some farmer's cage instead of looking after the little one. So fast forward. They have their kid, Ash, who's like the best character ever, voiced by Jason Schwartzman, who's just hilarious. Uh, But Mr. Fox is getting the itch, you know. So him and his boy, Kylie, who's the funniest dude <laughs> you just have to watch this movie if you haven't seen it already uh second so but then yeah foxy starts getting the itch right so now ash is a little older he's an adolescent but foxy's sneaking out with kylie and they're robbing farms again because he's kind of having a you know midlife crisis <laughs> he's like i'm not I'm, I'm a writer now but i'm not really that good at it and i was really good like jeff said at stealing stuff from farmers so that's where i want to that's where i want to pick up with han and chewy i want them to be foxy and Kylie, who, you know, Ooh. Princess Leia, you know, I'm assuming, we're assuming they're married now, whatever. They kids. may be kids, right? We don't know oh because we're avoiding this stuff, you yeah, know. And yeah. it's like, Han, you got to calm down. trying to pick it back up? Yeah. Is Han trying to smuggle again? Are they going off on secret missions? Is he Maybe going back to his scoundrel ways? Right, right. Now, we know he won't oh. go back to illegal sm- uh, spice smuggling. Right. Like he was doing back in the day. Right. But right. will he be sneaking off on missions or something like that? Is would... he working for Jabba? Yeah. No, Jabba's dead. Jabba's dead. So that that was my thing. That that's what I. Well, this is where I wanted so this movie to start, me, but I doubt it's going to happen. I could see it, but I don't think it will be a major plot point. Hmm. So maybe he's doing a little scoundrelly stuff on the side. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And and he. But here's the cool thing. Here's the thing that makes it intense, right? It's that Foxy, because he goes back to his ways and starts, you know, like kind of going after these farmers again. He gets himself in trouble. He gets everyone in trouble. Right. And he kind of has to sacrifice himself in order to kind of save everybody. Mr. Fox and Carbonite. Right? So Han has to kind of like, all right, Mm. I put us in this position. I got to get us out of it. Not sure we can cut this out if possible. Yep. But we were going to talk about the promotion. Oh, yeah. We might have to save that for next time. All right. Because we still have to work out the logistics on that. Yes. We are going to be running a promotion, and we promise you it's going to be very cool. So I think we can leave this in. But we just won't tell people. We're teasing the promotion. You're going to give some, give, give stuff There away? will be a gift. Something's getting given away. Related yeah. to listening to the B&G podcast. Does that mean that guests can't enter? Uh, Listeners can enter. And this is why I say we need to work out the logistics. Because <laughs> I'm all over this. I'm cool with totally random. I, I think anyone that's not Jeff or I. Could win this contest. Okay. I, I would open it up to anyone. Although if you've been a guest and then you not... win, are are you listeners going to think that we somehow sabotaged it to give oh, something to our friends? Yeah, they probably. You will. know, the internet would... is going to be out there accusing you of all kinds of nefarious skullduggery. So this what you're true. saying is you have to be excluded. I have to be excluded. Sorry, take them over the team. Yeah. I I mean personally, I would say that it has to be someone who makes a comment on. Oh yeah. Oh, there's going to be something required. Yeah. Star Some Wars sign of life out there page. that you're listening. So, I know we're running long, but I have to go on a, a, a tangent. Okay. I'm going to do it as sarcastically 
as humanly possible. So uh, uh, recently, there was an article in Deadspin, and this is what they wrote. I, I did not know this, but apparently the prequels were not that good. Is Deadspin... Did, have you heard this before? Is Deadspin a website? Yes. Uh, they're apparently like a very deep investigative website that finds out things that no one else knew. So they found out that the prequels sucked? Yeah, I don't know what their research metrics were. I don't know how they figured this As out. As in terrible? I'm sure they sunk like a lot of money into this to figure this out because I had no idea. As in not worth the movie tape they were put on. Yeah, I mean, so so they found out that I guess the prequels weren't that good. And so then what they did... <laughs> oh. Yeah, I know. Look at, his, I, look at the, He's got the most sarcastic face on I right can't now. believe it. So apparently the prequels aren't that good. Okay. And then when you combine that with the original trilogy... Which were? That, like, really brings the percentage down and means that, you know, like, we're, we're probably really stupid for being excited about the new movie... Because all of our excitement is probably just based on the fact that we were like five years old when the original trilogy came out. And that in reality, they're all not that good. Oh, this wow. is like that guy from the Globe, Ty Burr, wrote about the footy pajama theory. Yeah, I didn't know I even had footy pajamas until he wrote that. But I did. Now that he says it, I did have footy pajamas. And I totally think yeah. it should be a theory that is deeply investigated. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm starting to feel really stupid for being excited about the new movie. So the footy pajama theory is that basically there are these things that you love because of when you experience them. So you first watched Star Wars when you were young enough to be wearing footy pajamas, and that's why you thought it was great. But in reality, they're not that good. Yeah. Okay. Now okay, I'll break really? out of, I'm going to break out of sarcasm mode here, <laughs> okay? because, okay? so, you know, you, I'm starting to... It warranted uh, that kind of sarcasm, because as if we didn't know that the prequels <laughs> were terrible. I mean, come on, right? <laughs> so Seriously? This whole thing, I think there are articles that are written on the internet that are like an exercise in just like, how good can I make a case about some baloney, right? Like when you're in a class in school, and it's like a debate, and it's like, hey, this side is totally ridiculous, but can you make an argument just as, an, as a mental exercise? Yes. Can well, you come right. up with this? Brett, I have to say this sounds like troll bait yeah it is it's totally troll bait it's, <laughs> they're baiting all of the star wars fans but to kind of assume that like we don't it's know this is the most insulting part it is it's totally a trap. it's a trap so when you came upon this brett yeah what'd you do uh i stopped reading it at a certain point because it was really dumb i mean the premise being that like we're all excited and going nuts because we don't know that three and a half movies weren't wonderful we know this, right? We know that George, aware. George Lucas completely ran out of steam. He was probably just totally cooked and had nothing left in the tank after Jedi. And then he goes back, like, after 20 years of not making movies and thinks he can just jump right in again and make something good without getting any feedback from anyone, without whatever. We know this. We're not excited for the new movie because we think all six existing movies were the most wonderful thing ever. It's that we're excited because it's a good director who's been making good movies now for a long time and yeah. has his head in the game still. Yep. He's not a grandfather who hasn't worked in 20 years like George right. Lucas was. You know, you can't retire from football and come back 10 years later without training camp and think you're going to do well. Good analogy. Thank you, Jeff. Jeff would think so. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like these, these contrarians who kind of want to rain on our parade and think that we're excited because we're idiots. Like, you know, I feel sorry for you. But like, thank you for the press. What are you looking forward to in your life? You know? It's a sad existence. <laughs> Jeez. What? Like, yeah. Christmas? Oh, they're waiting um, for the next Fast and Furious because the they've Super had a perfect Bowl? string. 
of oh, Oscar-winning movies, you know? Like, I don't know what it is. Fast like, what are you looking for? Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, you're thank welcome. You, I know I did absolutely nothing to help your listener, Josh, but... No, you absolutely did. Well, this was another great edition... Oh, yeah. ...of Star Wars Over Coffee. This is Jeff. This is Brett. And this is Lindsay. And this is these are two dudes and a gal talking about Star Wars. Din, din, din. Over coffee.